listening to the Vibrant Visionaries podcast hosted by me, Heidi Bennett. Welcome old friends and new listeners. What is Vibrant Visionaries all about? Well, this is how I describe a Vibrant Visionary. They're a creator skilled in a variety of disciplines who combine their many talents to bring the world innovative, groundbreaking, culturally impactful art and entertainment. They're curious, overflowing with a million ideas, a lifelong learner, tinkerer, and experimenter. They're compassionate, empathetic, emotionally intelligent, usually a little sensitive, and always abundantly hilarious. They understand the value of vulnerability when it comes to telling original stories and creating a compelling, thought-provoking body of work. Simply put, a vibrant visionary is my type of weirdo. These are the people I love having on the podcast and our relatively new YouTube channel. So if this all sounds good to you and maybe you even identify as a vibrant visionary, I invite you to check out all of our podcasts on vibrantvisionaries.com and pop over to the YouTube channel, Vibrant Visionaries Network, if you're interested in seeing the beautiful faces of a lot of the folks that I've been interviewing lately, I also have the Vibrant Kitchen there where I teach uh, simple recipes, really lightning fast and packed with flavor. I also share some of my vintage cookbooks and eclectic destinations, favorite gadgets, etc. So that's where you can find me. Now on with the show. Hey everybody, this is the Vibrant Visionaries podcast. My name's Heidi Bennett, and today I have a guest on who's one of the filmmakers that I met through Chattanooga Film Fest 2023. Please welcome David Flores. Hey, David. Hey, Heidi. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so great to have you on. I, I wanted to have you on because I really enjoyed your short likeness, and I also got to listen to your podcast, but we can talk about that a little bit later. So why don't you, um, t we've got listeners and people also watching on the YouTube channel. Tell us a little bit about likeness. Sounds good. Yeah, well, again, thank you so much for having me. Thank you for watching the short and for liking it enough to, you know, bring me on. Uh, so yeah, a little about me. What's my elevator pitch? Um, I'm originally from Tucson, Arizona, and currently LA-based. I've been in LA for almost 12 years, so I think I like to consider myself an LA native at this point. Um, yeah, and I'm you know a writer-director who specializes more in the genre space. Um, you know, I tend to write heroes that aren't truly heroic that are sort of like on that middle ground um you know and obviously i'm a latin latin x or latin whatever whatever we're calling each other now right <laughs> diversity writer director so always have an eye for diversity um not just in terms of you know the actors that we pick but also the crew um like for example likeness was primarily a female crew that wasn't intentional it just sort of happened that way um but that's a cool little statistic that i like to say because it, it just and i didn't realize it until i was on set of being like oh like pretty much all of our department heads are female so that's really cool that's actually something that i don't necessarily mention too often but when i'm seeking out who i'm going to be talking with and whose um creative projects are out there. I definitely, and especially for film festivals, I tend to seek out folks that are maybe a little less represented and definitely have an eye for, you know, all the women or 
um, just non-white dude um, <laughs> projects. Sure. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so that's that's really cool to think about and for you to mention. And for uh, people who, what, what can you tell us about, like your, you said elevator pitch, like what's your elevator pitch for the, the short itself? Like, how do you describe it? Yeah, so likeness, uh, I would definitely say it's a grounded sci-fi, uh, although weirdly this film has sort of become prophetic in a way, just with, you know, AI and everything. So yeah, elevator pitch for it. Um, it's about a young woman who uses an AI version of her mom to investigate the sudden disappearance of her real mom. So again, kind of circling back to the propheticness of it all. I wrote it in late 2021, fully intending it to be a sci-fi. And I feel like not even two years later, we have made such advancements in, you know, AI is like such a thing now that uh, uh, what started off as a pure sci-fi thing is weirdly starting to become not so sci-fi, which is it, it, very weird to to witness, but I'll take it, I guess. It, it helps. Yeah, the, so. <laughs> yeah definitely. Um, and I liked uh, one of the things that stood out to me too is that since it's someone that's... Um, speaking, you know, looking at their computer screen and talking, you know, they know that they're talking to an, you know, a, an AI like composite of their missing mother and also sort of wrestling with that. Like I'm, I'm making sure to s try to keep in mind that you're not her, but also wanting to maybe talk with her and going back and forth. But the, the fact that she is looking into the screen is like, then you get to be on the other end of it. And I really enjoy just like looking right into her eyes and seeing the emotions, you know, uh, and she did such a great job of, of playing all those different places she was going. Well, yeah, first off, our actresses are, are fantastic. I mean, I, I know I'm biased, but, um, you know, I, I think already from the reception that we've gotten that I, I'm pretty confident in saying that seems to be the the number one thing that everybody is taking away from it is just how much of a powerhouse performances our actors give um, and our actors are uh, Mary Rose Brannick who plays the daughter character her, her name is Caitlin and then uh, Virginia Newcomb plays the mother character uh, whose name is Fiona and uh, again, just super grateful and excited to have had the type of caliber actor that we that we got because that was kind of the whole DNA of it. Like when I wrote the script and we were deciding to make it, I knew that I needed to get the best actor that we could. And obviously, we're a micro budget short, and you know, it, we can't afford a ton of you know the, the high end you know actors. But again, I, I feel like just so grateful to have gotten them. And, and I think they really, they really kill it. Um, and then I think to circle back to what you were saying in terms of, you know, them sort of eyeing you in directly in the screen, that came pretty late in the game because initially it was going to be just a straight Zoom movie. Kind of like you and me, where you see the two screens the whole time and pretty, pretty late into pre-production, um, we decided to make the change of, you know, just one character per, um, 
you know, per screen. And I, and yeah, I, I think it really helps because it really just sort of grounds you and it forces you to um, focus on each character that's speaking, so. I'm um, wondering, so with a short like this, like, and with a smaller budget, what sort of decisions go into just where where you're gonna spend your money what's what what's most important that you want to get out of it like okay and how how long i can't remember how many minutes it is it's just under 15 it's like just 14, under 15 47 or something with and that's the thing i think you know there's still a lot of people out there you know including myself i remember when i was younger there were uh when i was in sacramento in my um 20s and 30s there were a lot of shorts programs playing at some of the local theaters. So I felt like back then in like the 90s, it was really easy to go out and go see like a whole bunch of shorts. Sure. Uh, and now yeah. I feel like they're out there, but there's so many things available that, you know, you end up at the Oscar, you know, maybe watching the Oscars or something or watching, you know, different awards programs and going, oh, I should watch that or, oh, where can yeah. I see that or whatever. But what am I getting to? Like, I feel like shorts at these festivals, I, you know, for me covering them, I get the opportunity to see them. But I just want to point out to other people, you know, listening and watching how how much you can pack into 15 minutes. Is, and, and even, you know, some of the shorts I watched were three minutes or 10 or 12 or whatever. It's amazing. But yeah, what was important for you um, and I'm sorry if I ended up asking you like three different questions, but I guess I just <laughs> okay. want to learn more about the creative pro process yeah. behind it and whatever you feel like sharing. Sure, sure. Um, well, again, I think kind of circling back to to what I was saying about the actors, like once we had locked the script enough to the point of this is what we're going to do, it just became evident to me. And again, not surprising because that's just sort of what I write. I, I, I tend to write more character-based stuff first and the genre elements. It's like the genre elements are the things that get the butts in the seats, but the real meat and potatoes of anything that I write is character-based. So it's almost sort of like a fake out in a way. Um, so I knew that acting was going to make or break this film. Um, cause I also knew just budget wise, we couldn't do a lot. I, I essentially was going to do like a zoom movie. Um, so if we didn't have the best quality actor that we could get, um, the movie wouldn't shine. So that was a big focus for me. And, and a lot of the budget did go to try to, you know, again, still micro budget, you know, indie short, but it was like. I can't pay people what they're worth, but I want to try to pay the actors at least a little bit more <laughs> than what I can, just to see if we can net, you know, the best possible actor that we could. So that to me was bar none, like the most important thing. Um, and then thankfully, you know, we had a great uh, director of photography, Carrie Morgan, and, you know, we brought her on and, and she really filled in all of the technical stuff in terms of the camera and the production and the lighting and, and um, was really able to bring in a crew that by all means were like professional A grade, you know, crew. Uh, and I think because Carrie was on board, you know, 
they did her a solid and and did us a solid in terms of you know really putting out uh professional grade quality for not getting paid what they're worth so that, that yeah we just we were very lucky kind of on all respects um and you know i think even down to the crowdfunding aspect because th this was a crowdfunded film um mostly crowdfunded there was some self-funding at the end there but uh that was kind of step one is like me doing crowdfunding for the very first time and just seeing could i do it could we raise what we were asking for uh thankfully we did we ended up being like 117 percent funded um and so once that happened that was like the first gate to pass through and like okay we got funded so what's what's you know step two and, and we kind of just took it took it from there very cool um yeah thanks for sharing all of that and i'm also when i met you through the discord the lovely chat film fest discord <laughs> um i also got the opportunity to you were sharing uh, about the podcast project that you did last year and i think a lot of well obviously this is a podcast audience, um, but I'd love to learn a little bit more about that. I absolutely loved it. I I binged it all in one day, and it and and I was trying to describe it. It's like kind of like an audio book, but it's got actors, it's got sound design, it's got you know that's the thing about podcasts is there's so many options and so many different ways you can do like a scripted and non-scripted chat chat one like this, you know, um, but I just absolutely was completely in love with it. And the, the, it's the kind of one that we're all go into a room that's empty and just listen in the dark so that I'm just, you know, not distracted. I'm not driving around also trying to keep an eye on the story or whatever, but, uh, that one was called shell shell. Yes. yes. Yeah. That um, was cool. I'd love to hear anything you'd like to share about that. And then as we wrap up also any future projects you've got going on, you want to share? Well, first off, it's definitely music to my ears. You saying that it was the type of thing where you wanted to be in a quiet room and really just take it, you know, as, as, as a filmmaker or whatever, that's music to my ears. Also my sound designer would love to hear that, you know? So, so thank you for that. Um, obviously if you're, working out in the gym or riding your car or whatever you can still listen to shell and and you know experience it but i agree i think you had the best uh viewing you know experience or listening experience so yeah um shell again it came out uh november 2022 it was produced by uh cavalry media and or cavalry audio and in in a lot of ways that was my first writer director anything it was my first like dip into those waters um because primarily before that i was more of a writer first um but having gone through that project that sort of gave me the 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 confidence and the oomph to then make likeness and you know now i'm on the journey that i'm on but yeah the the elevator pitch for shell is it's it's a feature length audio drama and it's about a pregnant runaway teenager, a robot and a dog all sort of living together in a cabin in the woods and becoming an unlikely family. But because it's a pregnant runaway teenager, she has a past and her past is very much looking for her and it all sort of comes 
uh, comes to a head, uh, you know, by the end of the story. So, um, yeah, it was based off of a script that I wrote, a feature script that was then adapted into the audio drama podcast format. And, you know, also, again, you know, if it was a film, it would be another micro-budget, probably feature indie thing. Uh, but a lot of fun, you know, a lot of fun to to certainly make it and to direct the actors. And, you know, again, I'm biased, but I think we got really great actor pool from that. And our lead, uh, our lead for that, the one who plays the pregnant runaway teen, her name is Emily Sweet. And she is actually a bit of a horror queen. She's, you know, been in um, uh, most recently VHS 99 and she was in the Cast Freak reboot. So she was great. And she's actually going to be in the next thing that I'm doing, uh, which is called Pit Stop. So elevator pitch for Pit Stop. Yeah, let's, let's uh, ride. This is the best elevator ride yeah. I've been on in a long right, time. Yeah, I'm just like <laughs> slinging all my stuff. Um, so yeah, Pit Stop is about two women, a prisoner and a guard sort of um, in a car together. They've run out of gas. They're stranded waiting for backup. And they're really just trying to survive the night, you know, between each other. But also this takes place in a uh, dystopian world where something, some mysterious event has happened where otherworldly monsters now roam and uh, our characters may or may not have a an encounter with one of these monsters. Uh, really just sort of surviving the night so yeah it's another short film um a lot of the same team from likeness is coming back uh including mary rose brannick who plays caitlin in likeness so uh, we're pairing mary rose and emily sweet together in this film and um so excited to watch them watch them go at it so yeah kind of creating a david flores cinematic universe i guess i love I it <laughs> <laughs> well cool well, i think we'll wrap up today i would love for you to let everybody know where they can find you and follow along for your future projects and and then um and also be able to see and hear your current projects like what's the best yeah, so the probably end. the best would be either Instagram or Twitter. Uh, Instagram, I'm at David Flores Writes. Uh, Flores is F-L-O-R-E-S. So again, David Flores Writes with a W for Writes. Um, and then Twitter is at D Flores Writes. It's a little different. David Flores Writes, D Flores Writes. Um, but yeah, those are probably the two main uh, places you can find me on the socials. And I, I try to do a good job of updating people where we're at on any project that we're doing. So Awesome. Well, thank you so much for hanging out today. And uh, it's just been a pleasure uh, talking with you. And I really, really, really enjoyed the short and the podcast, and I'll definitely be sharing those links and uh, be keeping an eye on what, yep, what, what was it called? Pit Stop on Pit, Pit Stop, Stop. Yeah. <laughs> and any other uh, elevator rides you want to take us on. I'm down. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Come on in. The, the elevator's warm or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Heidi. Thanks. Thanks.